It is draft day, April 23rd. This is Jaguars Happy Hour. And now, a guy who's worth at least two fives and a sixth, J.P. Shepard. It's an upgrade, in fact, from years past. Welcome in Jaguars Happy Hour on this draft day, 2020. We are four hours away from the start of the 2020 NFL Draft. You can watch it on ABC, ESPN, and NFL Network. You can listen to Jaguars coverage here coming up a little bit later uh, today. Welcome in, Jaguars Happy Hour. Plenty ahead on this program today, including senior writer John Osher. He'll join us on the phone, and we'll get some final thoughts from Johnny O before the Jaguars get on the clock at number 9 and number 20 tonight if they stay there. We'll hear from Pete Prisco and Tony Baselli together. That's our Jaguars Happy Hour Monday night crew during the season. And I don't think they've been on the air together since the season. So good to catch up with those guys together. We'll get their thoughts on what's happening with Unique Ngakwe, with Leonard Fournette, uh, the draft coming up tonight, and the, the rest of the weekend here. We'll get their thoughts on what the Jaguars could do tonight. Social media influencer Eric Dunn joins us on the program as well. He's hosting the Jaguars Instagram live show. That's coming up at 7 o'clock tonight. Plenty of special guests. We'll hear from Eric and get some of his background. A huge Jaguars fan and what to expect tonight on the Instagram live page. And then Jaguars analyst Jeff Logman is our anchor leg as always. He'll take us down the home stretch tonight and we'll get uh, Log's thoughts on what the Jaguars have in store this evening. Let's go to the phone line now and start off with senior writer John Osier to get us started on the right foot. John, good afternoon and happy draft day. Yeah, get the leadoff hitter out of the way. I'll hit a single and then everybody else can come in and hit the home run. That's, that's fine with me. I'll be ready. You're a stolen base artist, though, John. That's right. That's right. Quick like a cat, JP. The, that you are. That you are. Scrappy. Uh, scrappy is a word. Yes. That's right. <laughs> a word. Uh, here we are, four hours away. And, you know, there's always this, there's, always like the, the build up the day or two before the draft and on draft day, there's always a social media uh, buzz around it, around trades and possible moves and teams are calling this and that. Well, John, every team's calling every team. That, that's kind of how it works these days. And you just kind of have to filter out some of the noise about this time. Yeah. And I know a lot of what happens and you know, I've been on that side of it a lot. You know, one writer is making a call and he, he's talking to somebody and he breathlessly throws it out there. And it, it sometimes makes it sound bigger than it is. Sometimes it's dead on. Sometimes it comes to fruition. Uh, it, but it, it's so hard to know. I've been sitting here for the last few minutes uh, getting ready to talk to you. And as you know, when you're writing on something like this, it's a deadline situation. So you try to get a few things uh a pre-written or some things there that you can use if certain things happen. And I do it every year for the draft. And nine times out of 10, you wind up never using anything that you do before. It's a stupid thing because everything happens once you're on and everything everybody assumes winds up not happening. And if it does happen the way you thought, it's a fluke. So uh, it's usually best just to react to it and see how it goes and uh, the coverage tonight's always fun to watch because it's it's such a rough draft. Everything uh, thrown at the wall, so to speak, and uh, it'll be. Uh, I anticipate it being as interesting a draft as, as you've ever had a chance to follow. 
because of the virtualness of it. I'm sure we can get into that as we talk. Sure. Uh, John Ogier with us, Jaguars.com senior writer. Uh, not, yeah, certainly virtual for all the teams. Uh, I talked with Dave Caldwell a moment ago, and we'll hear that conversation coming up on the Jaguars radio draft show at 6 o'clock tonight and also on the, the TV special at 7 o'clock on Action News Jacks. Uh, but, hey, all the buildup, all the IT departments around the league have worked extra to get this thing going. Everybody has their own setup. There's so many different screens set up in front of Dave Caldwell, but you know, Dave Caldwell's a younger GM in this league, and he's pretty savvy with the technical things. So that that doesn't seem to be a concern with Dave so far. Yeah, and I'm sure um, I'm sure you talked to Dave about it. I can't imagine that in the last five days there hasn't been a run through after run through after run through with the IT people there to make sure you know, or, or the IT people on call to make sure that whatever has gone wrong has been. Uh, has been fleshed out. My understanding is the technology is very sound from the teams to the league office, that they're not very worried about, uh, you know, glitches on that end. And I know our IT people, the Jags are uh, top notch and I know they've got their communication. So I'm sure there'll be war stories on this after the fact of things that maybe almost went wrong, but I don't think, I can't imagine it affecting how teams actually want to do things. I can't imagine it affecting picks until we get to the point later in the draft where it's five minutes between picks. Then I could see it just being difficult to execute all of the trades you wanted to make because of the communication thing. But tonight, I'm sure Dave told you, you know, I can't imagine that there's not four or five different scenarios in place that have been pre-thought out. And that's been, been a lot of what these guys have been doing the last couple of days. John Ozer with us, Jaguars.com senior writer. Let's get into tonight then. What What is your feel as of right now at six minutes after four o'clock of the Jaguars if they stay at number nine? I think it obviously depends on what happens ahead of them, but what sure. is your gut right now? Yeah, and, and it's so much. I, I've been saying for two or three weeks, I, I think it's Derek Brown if he's there. I'm with you. Uh if he's not there, then, uh, you know, it, it sort of feels like that they could be in a situation where all bets are sort of off. If Brown's not there, then would they try to trade back uh, with Atlanta, which is always a possibility because of Dave's relationship with uh, Dimitrov, the GM there. So you always look at that first and think, well, that could happen. It's a 16, you trade back. Um, I wouldn't. My formula for this all along, when I've discussed it, when I've written about it, I think they're going wide receiver, defensive tackle, and cornerback in the first three rounds. Because I think they feel like they need guys who can contribute right away. Top 42 picks, you should get that. So some combination of that. Uh, so maybe, you know, uh, C.D. Lamb at number nine out of the blue, and then you go defensive tackle and cornerback uh, uh, after that. The X factor there is usually with the big guys, if you don't get them early, there's a fast drop-off. So if you, if, you, if you don't get the defensive tackle at number nine and you get him at 18, that can be a big drop-off in talent, maybe not so much with the wide receiver and corner position. Jaguars.com senior writer John Ozier with us. It's Jaguars happy hour ahead of the 2020 NFL draft. An 8 o'clock start tonight on ABC, ESPN, and NFL Network. You can watch it 
all weekend long, tonight, tomorrow, and Saturday. I guess not all weekend. It's not on Sunday, but tonight, you know what I mean. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, catch the NFL draft. Uh, Jaguars have the ninth and the 20th overall pick. You know, there's reports today that uh, it's kind of getting too close to the draft for the Ngakwe move maybe to happen because there's so many moving parts with that. But what is your feel on the Fournette front as we're a few hours out? Could there be movement there in the days ahead? Yeah, I mean, with Ngakwe, as you said, that would surprise me because of the other side of it. I don't think it's a simple trade. That's right. And then he has to agree to whatever is going to happen. And that has felt like it's been the problem all along with the Jags. And I, th- I thought it'd be the problem with another team. So I've said all week that I think that the Fournette thing is a much easier thing to happen because there's only one part. You, it, it's not an if-then scenario. It's you trade the contract of the player. When you trade unique, there's no contract to trade yet. So then all of a sudden it, it's a headache for the other team. With Fournette, it's very simple. They can look at his deal with the Jaguars. They can apply it to their own cap, and and they're good to go. So uh, that wouldn't surprise me if that happens. And I think if it does happen, you turn around and, and essentially use whatever level pick you got to either move up and maybe get a third-round running back to replace him. And I, you know, I feel like they probably think that a third-round running back, second-round running back is a good running back draft where you're supposed to be able to get quality in rounds two and three. So if, if they do that, there'll be a lot of teeth gnashing among the fans. How could they give up Fournette? If they do it, my guess is they won't think that they had a very big drop off that position by the end of the draft. Cause I'm sure they would draft a replacement. Fun times ahead. These are always interesting. It seems like, you know, well, since we've been here, John, that uh, I think it's uh, since I've been here, at least one year, the Jags have not had a top 10 pick. That was the Taven Bryan year. So there's always action yep. early for the Jaguars. Yeah, there is. And, uh, Unfortunately. It goes without saying you'd like that not to be the case. Yeah. Uh, but this will be unique because I think, uh, JP, since we've been there together, this is the first time that you've had the two picks in the top uh, 20. That's correct. Certainly in the top 20, but uh, uh, two picks this early. So it certainly changes our dynamic uh, covering it. And it becomes, as Caldwell said when he spoke to the media last week, this draft becomes a huge deal for him, obviously, but really for the state of the franchise, they are in a transition period. Clearly they are moving in a different direction. And, uh, you know, in two or three years, you'll look back on this draft and next year's draft and what they do on these nights, you know, meaning Thursday and Friday this year, Thursday and Friday next year, it's going to shape a lot. If you combine them with the, with the three or four guys that they've picked that are their core moving forward from the last two years. Our coverage coming up on Jaguars.com. We'll be live after each pick with immediate analysis, uh, you and I, John, and then Brian Sexton and Ashlyn Sullivan will join us for that as well. That's after every pick throughout the weekend. So uh, check that out on Jaguars.com. And I know you'll be tied in to uh, Dave Caldwell, Doug Marone, whenever they are made available during this first round to explain the picks. And you'll have your uh, writing on the website as well. That's a lot coming up tonight and tomorrow and, and Saturday. Big night, and uh, everybody's looking forward to it a little more than usual. So it's it's going to be a fun night, I think. Strap in and hang on, Osher. That's right, baby. We'll talk to you soon. All right, JP. John Osher, senior writer, Jaguars.com. We'll be speaking on air a good bit over the next few days. Check us out on Jaguars.com. Remember to do your part, Duval. Practice social distancing. Wash your hands often. Maintain.
regarding the coronavirus pandemic, follow at Jack's Ready and at Healthy FLA on Twitter and use the hashtag stay home, stay strong. Plenty ahead when we return Pete Briscoe and Tony Vaselli together again. Our Monday night happy hour crew breaks down the draft tonight and some of the big Jaguar stories around the team. Eric Dunn at 430 and Jeff Lagerman coming up at 445. This is Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Tito's Handmade Vodka is America's original craft vodka. In 1995, Tito Beverage set out to build a micro distillery incorporating elements of artisan craftsmanship from boutique wineries into the spirits industry. Pot distilled and made from corn, Tito's is naturally gluten-free, crafted in Austin, Texas to be savored by spirit connoisseurs and everyday drinkers alike. For Tito's recipes, infusion ideas, Tito's swag, or to learn more about our story, visit titosvodka.com. 80 proof Tito's handmade vodka, crafted to be savored responsibly. Geico presents, oh boy, another voicemail from your roommate. Hey, I got some bad news. Someone broke into our apartment and they took your TV and your computer. But what's most upsetting is they took my water bottle. Oh wait, there it is. I was really worried for a second. Oh, they took your stereo too. The Geico Insurance Agency could help keep your personal property protected. Like if your roommate is only worried about her $2 aluminum water bottle. Visit Geico.com to see how easy it is to switch and save on renter's insurance. Jags fans, fill your wallet with one debit card that screams Duval exclusively from TIAA Bank. The Jacksonville Jaguars Visa debit card comes with a fierce look, fantastic features, so you can pay with pride wherever you go. And it's yours free when you open a Yield Pledge checking account. Up your financial game today. Visit a financial center near you or find us at TIAABank.com slash JagsCard. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSB, member FDIC, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Committed to the team. Committed to the mission. At Navy Mutual, we're committed to providing high-quality life insurance to members of the military and their families. So our policies have no fine print and no military service restrictions. We don't work on commission. We're nonprofit, so we pass the savings along to our members. Because at Navy Mutual, our highest commitment is to you. Visit NavyMutual.org. Navy Mutual, ensuring those who serve. At ViStar, we believe in better. Better convenience, so members can bank any way they want, whether it's at a branch, on a mobile device, or at one of more than 20,000 fee-free ATMs across North America. We believe that people have better things to do with their time. If you believe that convenience is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. At Forever Vets Animal Hospital, they combine the highest quality pet care with extraordinary compassion, specializing in a variety of veterinary services at affordable prices. As an essential business, they're open seven days a week and offer curbside service. First responders, senior citizens, and the military will receive a 10% discount during the COVID-19 pandemic. To schedule an appointment at one of their eight locations on the First Coast, visit ForeverVets.com. Forever Vets Animal Hospital. Keeping your pets healthy and happy forever. At Next Grill, it's not just a passion for the game and grilling they have in common. They share a hunger to perform. Together, they want to do draft weekend Jaguar style. Whether you're grilling right here in Duval County or grilling from afar in the comfort of your backyard, Next Grill is proud to take the field with you. Proud to feed your family. And as the official grill of the Jacksonville Jaguars, Next Grill is proud to Duval. Next Grill, making game day taste great at nextgrill.com. 
I'm 1010XL Jaguars beat reporter Hayes Carlion. Read my Jags blog daily at 1010XL.com and hear me with Frank Franchi every afternoon on 1010XL. Welcome back. Jaguars happy hour rolls along. All dailies and dailies dash locations are open and operating under normal hours. Pick up a fresh made-to-order sub or sandwich from dailies dash today. J.P. Shadrick with you. Our thanks to John Osher, Jaguars.com senior writer. We're inside four hours away from the start of the 2020 NFL draft. The Jags have the ninth and the 20th picks in tonight's first round, at least for now. We'll see what happens. Could they move around? Dave Caldwell, and you'll hear the interview coming up a little later today on at 6 o'clock on 1010XL, FM, and AM, the uh, Jaguars draft pregame show, if you will. Um, he said there were some calls, uh, at least yesterday, that were a little surprising coming in. Interesting. I think that's normal, though, about this time of year. You're going to get calls, seeing where everybody stands last minute, how everybody's kind of set up. Uh, we'll see what happens. Could heck break loose ahead of the Jaguars tonight? It is uh, certainly a possibility, and that could trickle down to number nine or even further. Now it's time to visit with our Monday night crew on Jaguars Happy Hour during the regular season. Pete Prisco, CBS Sports senior writer, former Jaguars beat writer for the Florida Times Union, and pride of the Jaguars left tackle Tony Vaselli. They're back together once again. Gentlemen, thank you for the time. It's great to see you. Uh, Pete, how are you, bud? What's up? I'm good. Everything's good. Get this draft here and uh... – Let's get rolling. I'm ready for it. It's, it the, the lead up to this thing is so overblown and probably more so this year than any other year because that's all we're doing. That's all we have. Tony Vaselli with us. Uh, are you in your backyard with palm trees, Tony? Where are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in the backyard Well, because I didn't have uh, as many books as you and uh, Pete had in, for the background. I mean, it's a, it's a complete facade you guys are trying to sell to us that you actually read. I know Pete can't read. By the way, there's my, there's my bobblehead that my wife had made for me a yeah. couple of years ago. It doesn't look anything like me. <laughs> but you know what this is, though, Tony? This bobblehead, yeah. just from being in this room, knows more about the game than you do. So, I mean, it has that much going on. Well, you know, the, you know why that doesn't look like you at all? Because it has a neck. Well, it's it's a, it's really a thin me. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> a little taller than you, Pete, too. I don't know. It, it is. I, I think I think it's. I'm up to its waist when I stand there. So that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk Jaguars, fellas. We'll get to the draft and your thoughts on what's going to happen uh, tonight. Coming up a little bit later, but let's start with the big news on social media this week: Yannick Ngakwe and Tony Khan going back and forth on Twitter. It caused a stir, certainly around Jacksonville. I know it did around the league as well. When you have a co-owner talking to a player during a contract dispute, Pete, that's always noteworthy. Well, it's noteworthy, but it's, it's not a good look for either side, to be honest with you. Um, but, you know, Unique went in there, and he was looking for a fight, and he got one. So I think when you, when you ask for a fight – and you get a fight, you're a little surprised. I don't think he was – he was a little shocked, I think. And uh, the bottom line is, what are his options and what is he angry about? I ask that question all the time. What are his issues with the organization? If it was Tom Coughlin, he's gone. So what's his issue? Does he not like Doug Marone? He hasn't said. Take the money. He was offered $18.5 million. Would he take that right now? Probably not. He would be foolish if he didn't take that. Well, I think the interesting thing is, it's a. I think – yeah, you never liked the look from either side, Pete. You're correct there. I think it was worse for Yannick because if you're a team and you're watching this back and forth and engagement on social media, I'm not saying it stops you from taking them, 
but it's like, oh man, is this, is this, is this a headache that we're going to be uh, taking on? And I've never known Yannick to be that. That's why I was a little bit surprised by the interaction. Um, but you, I, you and I are on the same page. I mean, take the money. Um, I, 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 we've talked about this and, and I'm curious, I'd like to know Pete, maybe you've heard is the issue why they haven't moved them because no one's willing to give them the one that they're asking for, or is it because no one's willing to pay Yannick what he wants? I think it's a combination of the two, Tony. Uh, you have, I've, he's been out there. The rumors have been out there. He's uh, anybody wants to come get him. Nobody's come and got him. I mean, because nobody's given up a one and something. And I think that's what they want a one and something. And, and because if you give up a one and something, then you also have to pay him. And if he's not happy with the 18 and a half million they offered him here, what's he going to be happy with in another spot? So I think it's, it's working against him. And in the end, I'll be honest with you. I think he's going to have to be, he's going to have to play for the tag. And people say, well, he's not going to play for the tag. He's made four yes, and a half million, right. He's made four and a half million dollars in his career. And he can make eight, almost 18 in one year. If he gets he's advice playing. not to play, then his agent should be fired on the spot. Yeah, that's it's, it's life-changing money. I mean, that's generational money right there. Hey, and that's why you should – I mean, and we never really knew what the final offer was last year because there were so many different reports out there. But if he's – you know, if it's an average of 18, 18 and a half, 19 million dollars with, you know, 50 or anywhere near 50 guaranteed, I mean, that is like – that's generational wealth that – and he's still a young man. And so if he plays well, he's going to get paid big again. He, I think they overextended their hand a little bit, Tony. I mean, look, Fowler had 11 and a half sacks last year, more than, your, more than he did. And he got 15, I think, or 15 or 16 on an average. So uh, Clowney was asking for 22 and they laughed at him and he's way down now. So they, they overextended their hand. Now they have to go back and try and regroup and get the 18. Pete Prisco, Tony Baselli with us. Jaguars happy hour roll. Our visit with Pete Prisco and Tony Baselli. The full visit coming up a, a little bit later. It's available now on jaguars.com. Uh, we'll come back in a moment and we'll visit with Eric Dunn. He is a social media influencer and he's hosting the Instagram live show tonight on uh, the Jaguars Instagram page. That starts at 7 o'clock tonight ahead of the 2020 NFL Draft. We are off and running. We're rolling along. It is Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Tito's Handmade Vodka is America's original craft vodka. In 1995, Tito Beverage set out to build a micro distillery incorporating elements of artisan craftsmanship from boutique wineries into the spirits industry. Pot distilled and made from corn, Tito's is naturally gluten-free, crafted in Austin, Texas to be savored by spirit connoisseurs and everyday drinkers alike. For Tito's recipes, infusion ideas, Tito's swag, or to learn more about our story, visit titosvodka.com. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, crafted to be savored responsibly. There's a chance your local Geico agent has the same affinity for dad jokes as you. What do you call a fake noodle? I don't know. Maybe an impasta. Oh, so cheesy. Ah, did it grate on you? Yeah, you really shredded me. <laughs> but there's a better chance your local Geico agent could help you out with auto, homeowners, renters, or condo insurance. Motorcycle, boat, or RV insurance, too. They'll work hard to provide sound advice and significant savings. You don't need to share a love for paternal puns to do that. Local Geico agents. Call or visit yours today. Everyone is trying to do their part, especially now. And your Ford dealer is built to lend a hand. If your vehicle needs service, just call. 
Ford service centers are essential to your community and are still open. Find out about pickup and delivery options from participating Ford dealers. Plus, they've implemented enhanced cleaning measures for added peace of mind. After all, you have a lot to take care of. Let us do our part and help take care of you. Whether you're driving to a Jaguars game or on the way to work, when you see flashing lights, please move over. If you can't move over a lane, slow down 20 miles per hour below the speed limit. You can protect those who help you on the road. From law enforcement and other first responders to utility and tow truck drivers, they all need you to be at the top of your game while you're driving. See lights? Please move over. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles and the Florida Highway Patrol. Jags fans, TIAA Bank is ready to be your home team for home lending. Whether you're looking to buy a new home or refinance your current one, we have the nationwide expertise in competitive rates, along with a wide range of mortgage solutions to help you achieve your home lending goals. Team up with a TIAA Bank mortgage expert today. Visit TIAABank.com slash lending team. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA FSB, Equal Housing Lender, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. DreamFinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 35 communities to choose from, you'll find the location you love and the home of your dreams. DreamFinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the mid-100s, and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the DreamFinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at DreamFindersHomes.com. DreamFinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice. Equal housing opportunity. Draft weekend is finally here, Jags fans. And aside from your favorite picks, at Next Grill, the burning question is, what's your grilling on? With a variety of portable and backyard gas and charcoal grills, smokers, and flat-top griddles, there's a Next Grill for your home team. Get to nextgrill.com today and get your pick in before grill season heats up. Next Grill, making game day taste great at nextgrill.com. Hey, Jags fans, it's Eric Dunn. Join me Thursday, April 23rd at 7 p.m. for Duval Draft Night IG Live Countdown presented by Travel Camp. I'll be hosting a fun one-hour event interviewing Jags players past and present, coaches, fans, and you can even have the chance to win some pretty incredible prizes. So grab your gear, grab your snacks, and come join the virtual draft party Thursday, April 23rd, 7 p.m. I'll see you there. The home of Jaguars fans. The Jaguars, I've been a fan since day one. Haven't felt this good in a long time, guys. New ball till we die. Go Jaguars. 1010XL. We're back. Jaguars happy hour continues ahead of the 2020 NFL draft. We are about three and a half hours away from the commissioner putting the Bengals on the clock. The Jaguars with the ninth and the 20th picks in this first round, at least for now. J.P. Shattuck with you. It's a busy night ahead. We've got uh, this show right now, of course. Jaguars uh, Radio, Jaguars.com, Jag Social Media. Uh, coming up tonight at 6 o'clock on 1010XL Radio, it's the Jaguars Draft pregame show, if you will. And then at 7 o'clock on Action News Jacks, it's the uh, Jaguars Draft special ahead of the draft. And tonight on the Jaguars Instagram page, it's a first for the franchise. The Jags will utilize Instagram for a one-of-a-kind draft party. There'll be live appearances by Jags players and alumni, interactive trivia, prize giveaways, 
It'll be hosted by Jaguars fan and local entertainer Eric V. Dunn, who joins us now on the phone. Eric, how are you, and are you excited for tonight? Thanks for having me, man. I'm very excited for tonight. I can't wait. There's going to be a lot of people watching, and I'm just really excited for the opportunity. Yeah, this is this is interesting for you. Obviously, you've you've grown your following on social media over the years. We'll get to your background coming up a, a little bit in that regard. But you're a Jaguars fan. You're a big time Jaguars fan. How did that begin? Where are you from? Where are you now? What's going on? So I've been in Florida my entire life, pretty much. Moved here from Pennsylvania when I was three. Yeah. My dad took me to my first Jags game when I was eight. We were playing the Dolphins, and I don't remember the result, but ever since that game, I've been a Jags fan. I've been living in Florida, and I've been loyal ever since. Um, went down to uh, college in Boca at FAU, and I just rep the Jags wherever I go, man. Well, that's that's good to know um, because you know this is a team that's uh, now the, in that time frame. There have been um, some good times, but not a lot of good times. How difficult has that been when people are coming at you as a Jaguars fan? That's not easy to do. Trust me, I know. I mean, it's not. It's not, but we're built tough over here. We hear it all every year on Twitter. Uh, the, the debates with fans, Titans fans, Colts fans, Patriots fans, it gets hectic in the debate, man. It's not easy being a Jags fan, but we're built tough. So we, we stand the, the test of time, and we're going to be here. That's why this, the hashtag is do we die, man. No doubt about that. Eric V. Dunn with us at Eric V. Dunn on Twitter. And I know I'm selling that short because you are all over every social media platform you can imagine. But this really, I guess, kind of took off for you when Vine videos were a thing. When when mm -hmm. was that? How did you start producing content on Vine to think of this stuff? And then it took off for you about then, right? Right, so I started doing Vine videos in 2013. It was my sophomore year in college. And, you know, I was just doing them for fun. I wasn't expecting anything out of it. And one one uh, Vine just took off over the summer. And next thing you know, when I went back to school in the fall semester of 2013, I had a million followers on Vine. And I just started making videos on every platform that was available at the time. And the Jags videos that I started doing just came randomly because I did a Vine video called Life of a Jaguars Fan, and people really liked it. So I turned it into a series, and I've been doing that series for the past six years, and I've evolved it over time. This past season, I went to as many Jags road games as I could, blogging them on YouTube, interacting with away fans. So when I graduated, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I didn't really have a path, but I just knew what I liked. So I just kept creating videos around my passion and it's turned into me now hosting this live event tonight on instagram so i'm pretty happy with the way everything is coming along right now eric uh, vine went away when when was that and, and how tough of a day was that for you why you got to bring that up man come on <laughs> right, you're right in the heart man <laughs> sorry yeah so vine vine started to see a decline around 2015 but you know they officially announced that they were canceling the app in 2017, and then they did in 2018, I think. I get my years mixed up because it's been so long now, but it doesn't feel like it. But, you know, when they canceled, you know, most of, most of the people that were creating on Vine already had a feeling that it was going to die or they moved to other platforms already. So people think that, you know, Vine just died and then people were scrambling. No, people were prepared because that's the reason Vine failed because the creators that were making it 
usable, we're starting to make content on like Facebook and YouTube. So we were prepared for it and we started moving our content to those platforms I just mentioned. So we were all prepared out here, but it was pretty sad when the app died because that was really where a lot of us got our start in the social media content creation world. Eric V. Dunn with us, at Eric V. Dunn on Twitter and all the social media platforms. Now, are you into TikTok now, too? That That's become a new craze as of late. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah? I'm, I mean, I post on it. I'm, a lot of the people on there, I know there's old and young, but most of the stuff I see is a lot of young people. And I don't know if I can resonate with the young audience and, and know what makes them laugh. Because, you know, I'm not trying to dumb down my comedy to go viral on TikTok. I just got to keep it real myself. So I'm having trouble converting the stuff that I do over to TikTok, but I'm using it because I'm no stranger to the rise of that app. You know, it's big right now. So of course I'm going to use whatever's hot, stay relevant out here, but it's definitely been a challenge to use it because some people are just like really good and, and flawless on there. But me, I'm still trying to figure out how to use that app. Is it, uh, this is an ever changing medium, obviously. The social media play almost not a daily change, but it questions have to keep up. A lot of them are still behind. It's just really fast moving world, but people will learn. Learn as you go with experience things we'll be all right out here uh, eric what is your favorite recurring theme uh character a uh, video series what really is the one that you're the most proud of at least even over the years or up to the present day mm-hmm. other than the jags videos yes i would say i have an alter ego character named jerome i saw this. he is a gangster <laughs> You saw that. I saw this. Yeah, he's a he's a gangster from the suburbs. Okay. So I kinda I kinda I kinda took that for my my real life. I'm not a gangster, but you know, I live in the suburbs and I'm like one of the few black people in the neighborhood. So I decided to turn that into a character and a lot of people loved it. Um, you know, a lot of people just love when people act as characters. So um I haven't done that character in a while because I I don't I didn't like doing it anymore, but I'm I do love animation and voice acting and voiceover. So I'm currently writing an animated series with Jerome that hopefully I can get on a digital network streaming platform one day. That's interesting, right? That w- what could transform from uh, an idea in college or wherever it was, and then a few years down the line, it can develop into something else. Eric V. Dunn with us at Eric V. Dunn on Twitter. And it's developed, at least tonight, into hosting Instagram Live on the Jaguars account coming up a little bit later. There's all kind of names coming in with you tonight. It's not a party, Eric, without the kickers. So you got to have Josh Lambeau and Josh right. Scobie come on <laughs> with you. Uh, I heard Fred Taylor is coming on with you. DJ Chark is scheduled to join you, current Jaguar wide receiver. Doug Marone, for goodness sake, the head coach is going to come on. That's a pretty good guest list tonight, Eric. Yeah, that's big, man. Doug Marone really shocked me. I was not expecting him to pull up at his house right before a draft and come talk to me on Instagram live. He doesn't even have an Instagram 
but we're making it happen out here. <laughs> we're dedicated to this to this um, live stream. What do you want to hear from uh, a guy like DJ Chark? He's a young player in the league, second year guy. Went to the Pro Bowl last year. He's a guy that you you really think is a a, a core part of this football team. What what do you want to get out of DJ tonight? I really just want to hear what he what he learned from the first two years he's been in the NFL and what he's looking forward to in the future. You know, because I don't really get into the um, the culture. I like to I like to see where players head at. So you know, being first two years in the NFL, you just passed a thousand yards for the first time. I want to know what that was like for him. You know, being brand new to the league. I want to hear from him what he thinks his LSU guys are going to do in the NFL because it's it's a huge transition coming from college to the pros. It's it's grand. So I'm just eager to pick his mind. He's young like me, and he just started a new podcast. I'm going to ask him about that. I just want to see what, what DJ Chark's all about right now. Yeah, DJ is he's one of the, the great guys in that locker room to talk to. He is a really, really good guy and, and really has his head on straight. And I think that's a, a good angle for him because his first year he struggled at the wide receiver position. He was good on special teams, mm-hmm. but he had a lot of drops. And, and how do you adjust to that and move forward as a, a good way to approach him? Uh, Fred Taylor, obviously our co-host on Jaguars postgame radio. Uh, he's fantastic. And Maurice Jones-Drew coming in too, coming in hot with some former running backs tonight. Yeah, we've got a lot of legends tonight, a lot of Jags legends tonight. I'm really excited. Fred Taylor has been one guy that I've been trying to link up with, even just at games, and we just haven't been able to make it work. So I'm really excited to get to finally talk to him on Instagram Live tonight. And MJD, when I went to the Titans game, when we were playing them at home on NFL Network, and I was there in the crowd and everyone was chanting, MJD, MJD. So I'm going to bring that up to him on Instagram Live to tell him I was there. But uh, it's just going to be really cool to interview these guys that I've been watching for years and, and just ask them about what they see for the Jags draft tonight. And it's going to be really awesome. I'm really, really excited. Final couple of minutes with Eric V. Dunn at Eric V. Dunn on Twitter and all the social media platforms. He's hosting the Instagram Live tonight on the Jaguars page. Uh, so what do you want tonight out of the Jaguars? Uh, number nine and number 20. What are your expectations for Dave Caldwell, the general manager of the Jaguars, after tonight? This is the hardest question of the night, man. <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot here. Um, man, I want I, – I would love to get another wide receiver for Shark. You know, he had an amazing year. We'd love to put a guy right next to him, right, like top three receiver. I'm cool with that if there's one available. Also, I've been hearing Derek Brown, yeah. big man up front, run stopper. Just clog the middle. That would be amazing. Stop Derrick Henry um, and Isaiah Simmons and a DB. So Isaiah Simmons, Derrick Brown, a wide receiver, and a top DB. Those are the ones I'm looking for. And I don't know, man, I might tease Marone and ask him if there's like a trade coming before the draft starts. I want to get everybody that's watching the live to like laugh when I ask him that because we know what's going on with Yannick and uh, Fournette, but I'm not going to go too deep into it, but I'm going to tease it just to see if uh, the reaction is is funny in the comments. But um, we do need some defensive players, and I really want to get another receiver for Minshew because he's a hell of a quarterback, and I'm looking forward to see the passing game evolve with him. Okay, Eric, how do we find you? I don't think it's that hard to find you on social media, but tell us where to go to find you. You can go to Twitter at Eric V. Dunn. Facebook, Eric V. Dunn. Instagram, at Eric V. Dunn. Everything is at Eric V. Dunn for the most part. Easy enough. 
on every social yep. media platform you can imagine, but not quite TikTok as much. That's okay. We'll get there <laughs> at some point. Uh, Eric, good luck tonight. Thank you for taking the time out to do this program, and thank you for your contributions coming up a little bit later tonight on the Instagram page. Good luck, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you very much. Tune in tonight. We'll definitely do it. Eric V. Dunn, give him a follow at Eric V. Dunn on Twitter. He's hosting that Instagram live tonight. It is going to be a fantastic program. And uh, coming up in a, just a moment, a fantastic ending to this show as well. Jeff Lagerman will join us. Jaguars analyst will get his final thoughts ahead of this 2020 NFL draft. Something special is cooking, Jags fans, and it smells like victory. Welcome to Draft Weekend from Next Grill, the official grill of your Jacksonville Jaguars. We're back in a moment. This is Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Tito's Handmade Vodka is America's original craft vodka. In 1995, Tito Beverage set out to build a micro distillery incorporating elements of artisan craftsmanship from boutique wineries into the spirits industry. Pot distilled and made from corn, Tito's is naturally gluten-free, crafted in Austin, Texas to be savored by spirit connoisseurs and everyday drinkers alike. For Tito's recipes, infusion ideas, Tito's swag, or to learn more about our story, visit titosvodka.com. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, crafted to be savored responsibly. Whether you're driving to a Jaguars game or on the way to work, when you see flashing lights, please move over. If you can't move over a lane, slow down 20 miles per hour below the speed limit. You can protect those who help you on the road. From law enforcement and other first responders to utility and tow truck drivers, they all need you to be at the top of your game while you're driving. See lights? Please move over. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles and the Florida Highway Patrol. Jags fans, Fill your wallet with one debit card that screams Duval exclusively from TIAA Bank. The Jacksonville Jaguars Visa debit card comes with a fierce look, fantastic features, so you can pay with pride wherever you go. And it's yours free when you open a Yield Pledge checking account. Up your financial game today. Visit a financial center near you or find us at TIAABank.com slash JagsCard. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSB, member FDIC, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Hey, Jacksonville, to help keep our community safe, your friends at Travel Camp RV are now offering free home deliveries on new RV purchases up to the first 100 miles. Their specialists are fully equipped to customize your deal over the phone with live video walkthroughs to help you find the perfect unit. If you prefer to view the RVs in person, they're open normal hours and have implemented improved cleaning policies to keep you safe. Travel Camp is committed to doing everything they can to make your visit comfortable and safe. Call or visit today, 833-388-9426 or TravelCamp.com. At ViStar, we believe in better, especially in helping build a better financial future for our members. So we've reviewed our offerings from the ground up. We've lowered or eliminated over half our fees and enhanced our already competitive rates, saving members more than a million dollars this year, in addition to the millions we save them every year. If you believe that saving money is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money, all loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. DreamFinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers: deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 35 communities to choose from, you'll find the location you love and the home of your dreams. DreamFinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the mid-100s, and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the DreamFinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at DreamFindersHomes.com. DreamFinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice. Equal housing opportunity. 
At Next Grill, it's not just a passion for the game and grilling they have in common. They share a hunger to perform. Together, they want to do draft weekend Jaguar style. Whether you're grilling right here in Duval County or grilling from afar in the comfort of your backyard, Next Grill is proud to take the field with you. Proud to feed your family. And as the official grill of the Jacksonville Jaguars, Next Grill is proud to do all. Next Grill, making game day taste great at nextgrill.com. No radio? No problem. Take 1010XL with you anywhere you go. Download the 1010XL app free for Apple and Android users. Welcome back, Jaguars. Happy hour rolling along down the home stretch. On this Thursday, April 23rd, it's draft night. Watch the NFL draft tonight, tomorrow, and Saturday on ABC, ESPN, and NFL Network. Thanks to John Ozier earlier. A little snippet of Pete Frisco and Tony Baselli. The full visit with those two available right now on Jaguars.com, the video included. If you want to look at Pete and me and Tony, good luck, good luck with that. Um, we're now visiting on the phone line with Jaguars analyst and our good friend, Jeff Lagerman. Logs, you're bringing us home again. How are you, buddy? Doing good, JP. Sitting here looking to the west. Looks like we got a little weather coming in. It's been nasty in South Georgia. I had the, the television on earlier, and uh, the weather folks were in full throat today. Yeah, yeah, I'm about uh, about tired of all that bad weather that we've had coming out of Georgia and through Georgia. Boy, the people in Georgia are looking for a little break. No doubt. A little break from, uh, from all the fronts and the rain. Well, let's hope uh, it stays clear of our area here. In general, hope everybody's okay that's been impacted in South Georgia today. Well, you know, the, the, the big question mark, JP, I mean, if this storm comes in, I mean, <laughs> look, communication is everything in this draft tonight. No doubt. And, uh, you know, so the NFL did the little run through earlier this week on, I believe it was Monday or Tuesday that they did their little dry run. And so uh, with this front pushing through, hopefully it doesn't affect the, the communication with Doug Marone and Dave Caldwell and, and whoever else has to get involved with that decision making process for the Jaguars tonight. They got, they got, they got a lot of important things to do tonight. I talked to Dave Caldwell earlier. You'll hear the interview tonight on the draft pregame show on radio and also see it on the television show at 7 o'clock. We're, we're multimedia tonight, Logs. So, uh, But the IT department has been clutch, obviously, and every team in the NFL has had to lean on that department the last month to really get ready for this thing. And, and Dave said he has so many different monitors in front of him. He has a big screen trade scenario monitor in his theater at his house. And then he's got three or four different Microsoft Surface tablets with different conversations. He'll have a, a call with the, everybody who would be in the draft room all in one call. Then he'll have some separate calls on the side and cell phone if needed. So, But if anybody can handle something like this, it's the younger GM, Dave Caldwell, who's pretty adept at working with the, the virtual technology. But I think he also probably would uh, tell you that a big thank you to the IT department. He did, and yes. I know that uh, those guys have been working very hard, getting everybody geared up. And, uh, you know, every every team in the National Football League has an IT department. They're not all created equal. And the Jaguars have an outstanding IT department and uh, a director of technology, all those people, man, Mike Perkins and Mike Stober and, and the guys on, you know, they're on the football side of the hallway, you know, Chris Ryer and, and those guys. Well, then there's there's people on the, the business side of the hallway that 
and the, you know, they have their own IT department, and they really worked together and coordinated between the two of them to get both Caldwell and Doug Marone set up. And so uh, kudos to both of them because Dave Caldwell will tell you that if he had to try to do that himself, he would probably be looking around with a blank stare going, uh, I got to do what? Yeah. This is this is so, a different level. This isn't just plugging in the Ethernet cord on the computer. No, JP. I mean, come on. I mean, me and you can download an app on our phones and operate it fairly effectively. But I mean, this is this is different level stuff, you know. And and on on top of that, you have the the communication that the the league wants, and ESPN wants, and ABC wants, and the NFL Network wants. And so there's you know, putting cameras up in those places as well so that the feed can go back to have a broadcast. So, you know, there's just so many different layers to it. And uh, so kudos to all the IT departments and the technology people and the film people and the film departments of every NFL team because they're the ones that really did all the grunt work and made this happen. Jeff Logman with us, Jaguars analyst on Jaguars Happy Hour and the uh, Jags are on the clock at 9 tonight uh, at uh, the ninth pick in the draft. It could be about 9 o'clock, in fact. So, you know, all these rumblings around the league around this time that makes you kind of feel that there could be some movement ahead. There's quarterbacks involved and all that. But a lot of times that doesn't happen. It's all noise. Um, But everything ahead of the Jaguars kind of could filter down to number nine or the Jags could be moving around at that point, too. It's really this is one that you just can't get much of a feel on, at least for me, leading into this. I I think nobody's gotten a feel for anything because everything has been uh, close to the vest because of the situation with the COVID-19. So, I mean, you haven't had. You know, rumors spreading and conversation happening, everything's been buttoned down pretty tight. So I think that's a big part of it. I think trades are going to be a little bit more difficult to to do tonight just because general managers and owners and coaches are kind of out of their comfort zone a little bit. And with uh, even though you have all this technology at your availability, you know, can you work it fast enough to be able to be comfortable with the final terms of a trade? You know, so, so I think that uh, there will be limitations on the ability to trade tonight, uh, and maybe not so much there's limitations is is that there might not be a comfort level with with doing it. So, uh, the other thing, and I think that everybody is kind of anticipating, will the Jaguars be able to trade in Gakwe tonight? Because if it's going to happen, it's got to happen at some point in the draft. Because uh, if it doesn't happen tonight, it's probably not going to happen after after the next day or two. Hmm. So will that happen? I, I, I'm of the opinion that I don't know if it's going to happen, JP. And, and the reason I say that, you know, the NFL is looking at a lot of question marks this fall. And I think that one thing is starting to become apparent is that it's going to be a much different game when we roll around in the fall, I think, I think attendance is probably going to be down just because people are going to be nervous from what we've gone through as a world. And so I think teams willingness to give up draft picks, which are cost effective and in return for a proven veteran, that's going to cost a lot of money and a lot of guaranteed money. There might be a little bit of hesitation with that. So uh, what was a, a real crazy situation this week on Twitter with, mm-hmm. with Ngakwe and Tony Khan, and and hopefully we were all, I think everybody was kind of hoping that there would be some type of resolution to that prior to today or at some point today. I don't know if that's going to happen. 
you know, it's going to be uh, it's going to be very interesting. I didn't know you followed Twitter logs. Well, gosh, JP, I mean, holy cow! I'm, I'm not a big Twitter guy, but I mean, I mean, the, those those are pretty big headlines. They I mean, were, you, you don't yes, even have to yes. follow Twitter. That's right. To be able to to find those headlines because it 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 certainly jumped out of Twitter and into the mainstream sports media. And uh, and heck, you didn't even have to go to Twitter to read all the whole conversation that happened. That's correct. You know, it was it was being printed out and and what I guess nowadays is not really black and white, but it's black and white to what we what we're used to today. Jeff Logman with us, Jaguars analyst on Jaguars Happy Hour, bringing us home tonight. Uh, hey, so I'm still on the Donald Brown, or uh, Derek Brown, not Donald Brown. Maybe he has a brother named Donald. I don't know, but Derek Brown. Uh, and I've been on, you know, since the football season. I've, this is a guy. He's the SEC Defensive Player of the Year. He's he was in the early mocks going to the Jags. Uh, for me, that's if he's there at nine, just run to the computer and hit send on the email. Are you in the same boat? <laughs> yeah, he's really good. Uh, there's no doubt about it. You know, when you when you watch him, and then you watch Kinlaw, uh, boy, uh, two guys that. Uh, and I was telling uh, Frank this the other day that, that, that those are two players for me as a former defensive lineman. Man, give me the popcorn and a couch <laughs> and the clicker to be able to watch film on those two guys because I mean they're truly men among boys at the college level. It's not very often you see that. You know, I mean, heck, uh, Young, the, the defensive end out of Ohio State's a really good football player, and really? he's physically just so much better than a lot of other people. You know, but there are three people in this draft that are men among boys. Chase Young and Brown and then also uh, Kinlaw. Those guys are flat-out studs, and, and if you can come away with anybody who comes away, those three players are going to get outstanding football player so jp i'm I'm on i'm on the same train as you uh but man i don't know if he's gonna be there for the jaguars at nine he's he's a really good football player and he's consistent he's got a high motor he's a high quality guy and those players they just don't last you know it it happened like that last year though too we didn't think josh allen would be there at seven but lo and behold can can you can you have a little blind dumb luck again i know right (laughs) two years in a row yeah hey Hey, you know, it'd be it'd be pretty cool if it would happen because I mean, heck, you would have two absolute. I mean, because the, the reports are on Derek Brown that uh, personality-wise and character-wise that he is, you know, at the very top shelf that there is. He's like Josh Allen again, same thing. Yeah, off the field. so man, if you can get two guys like that to lead up a defense, high-character guys, I mean, that that can certainly change the direction of your franchise. You know, but there's a lot of other good football players there, JP. I mean, CeeDee Lamb is just absolute monster. He catches the ball five yards, eight yards down the field, and the next thing you know, he's 30, Gone. 35 yards down the field. Gone. And you sit there and you go rewind the film, and you go, how the hell did that happen? And, and you slow it down, and you go, gosh, how did he get by that guy? But he's just – and he's not a super fast guy or a quick twitch guy like a Tyree Kill, but he just he just makes plays. You know, and, and any team needs a great playmaker, and the Jaguars certainly need playmakers on offense. So, I mean, there there's a lot of good options. Uh, there's going to be, and there's a lot of needs for this football team. They've got a lot of draft picks, and when you got a lot of draft picks and a lot of needs, you need to pick them. You need to pick them well uh, because this football team needs to get better today and tomorrow and the day after that. Jeff Logman with us, and I want to ask you about offensive tackle. Those names have kind of – popped up as well in some of the mock drafts going to the Jaguars mm-hmm. because of the Cam Robinson issues he's had medically over the last couple of years. And 
Well, medically and performance. I mean, let's be honest. He hasn't been, you know, what, what everybody had hoped, you know. So, and part of that is is because he's been hurt, but part of that also is that some of his technique has some flaws. So, uh, it's going to be definitely. It would be a position, JP, that I would pay very close attention to if I were the Jaguars, and and would absolutely look at maybe at twenty. You know, look at a tackle. I don't think it fits at nine, but uh, but at twenty definitely. And there's a there's kind of a little bit all over the board as far as what everybody's opinion is to these tackles. You know, the kid in Alabama, it's your alma mater. He's a right tackle. Uh, what's his name, JP? Jedrick Wills. Jedrick Wills. Wills. And, you know, I'm not a big fan of his. I mean, I like him, but I don't like him as like the best tackle overall. But he's a right tackle. A lot of he he's a right tackle. And the same with Wurfs, the guy from Iowa. Yeah. And you know, people are saying that they can play left tackle. Hey, look, the reality is is that if they could have played left tackle in the pros, they'd be playing left tackle in college oh, football. That's correct. And and here's what I will tell you. The Jaguars, in my opinion, got Jawan Taylor is better than both of those guys. Let me repeat that. Jawan Taylor is better than both of those guys. So for all the people out there that think, oh, we got to get one of those two tackles, you know, the kid at Alabama or the kid at Iowa, because, you know, they can play – left tackle full oh, slow down here a minute you know the look uh, uh juan taylor was a right tackle in college and these other guys are going to be right tackles in the pros now if you want to talk about true left tackles you talk about the guy at louisville who is an absolute physical freak yes and uh what's his name beck beck yeah, mckay beckton mckay beckton beckton and uh six nine he looks like shaq playing left tackle <laughs> but man when you when you when there's a quick guy on him jp he gets exposed and that worries me i think the best left tackle is the guy at georgia andrew thomas um, fantastic player yeah. three-year career started every game in athens for a really good football team he's he's uh he's got the height he's got the weight he's got the athleticism he's got the hands he's got the technique uh, in my opinion, if he's there at 20 and the Jaguars took him, I'd be jumping up and down going, that's a that's a really good pick. Really solid pick for a decade. You got a left tackle. You, you wouldn't know, take you those guys at nine, though. With camp. You wouldn't take those guys at nine, though. No, 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 no. I don't, I don't think they fit at nine. Okay. Yeah, I, I, th- I think that, uh, the, the tackles, I think, are, are probably a little bit farther down. And I, a lot of people say that, Oh well, there's you know, going to be a run on tackles. Well, let let there be a run on tackles, especially the two right tackles. Let them go early. I mean, I don't think they're going to go as early as people kind of forecast. And I just I don't see that. I think I think the tackle in Georgia, though, if he's there at twenty, man, and, and you got an opportunity to take him, you take him in a minute. Jags also need a cornerback. Logs. Yeah, yeah, and look, there's some good ones out there. You know, there's. Uh, C.J. Henderson and and obviously uh, uh, the one at Ohio State. Okuda. Okuda is a good football player. There's one at Clemson. There's one at LSU. Um, a couple at Alabama. You know, and I've, right. Yeah, and I've watched them. And I'm the one at Alabama, which is, uh, uh, what is it, Stephon Diggs' brother? Right. Oh, that's, yeah, that's, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, Henry Ruggs is the wide receiver. There's a couple of defensive yeah, I'm talking about the Alabama. corners. Yeah, there's a couple of corners. From Alabama that are um, that are there. Xavier McKinney is one of those, uh, but he's more yeah, of a McKinney's safety. A safety. Of a yeah, safety. McKinney's a safety, and he's a good football player. And he'll probably be the first safety to go off the board. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of corners, and yeah, it's, a, it's a definitely a need for the Jaguars. And you know, could that's another possibility? I think at 20, um, I think I think in in my opinion, if C.J. Henderson is there at nine, and and you've got the opportunity to 
draft the defensive tackle Brown. I'd take Brown over him in a minute. It'll be fun tonight, Logs. We'll talk to you soon, bud. Thanks for the time. Hey, JP. Jeff Logeman, Jaguars analyst. The uh, Jags at 9 and 20 tonight, 6 o'clock tonight. It's the trap show on Tintin XL, 7 o'clock on television. Thanks to all our guests tonight. I'm JP Shattuck, and this Jaguars happy hour on the Jaguars Digital Network.